The upcoming presentation is a two-man power trip of wrestling podcast production. Hey everyone, you are listening to Eyes Up Here podcast, hosted by my mom, the queen of extreme Francine, and our partner in crime for the two-man power trip of wrestling, Chad. My mom is an ECW original and the greatest manager of all time. But more importantly, she's the greatest mom on the planet. I can guarantee you that my mom is way cooler than yours. Hashtag heal. Seriously, please join our Patreon page. Because Disney is really expensive, and it doesn't pay for itself. Hope you enjoy the show. This is Eyes Up Here, and you're listening to another episode of Eyes Up Here on the TMPT Empire of Podcasts. On a lovely Monday morning, if you didn't know by now, my name is Chad, and every single week I'm joined here on video and in your audio buds, if you're listening to us on the podcast feed, by the one and only hostess of the show, the queen of extreme, Francine, getting ready for a big week in her life, but get ready for another amazing episode here of Eyes Up Here. Hello. Can you hear me? I can. Did you hear ASMR. Have you ever heard that? <laughs> it's very <Yeah>. creepy. <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, oh, can I hear the the sounds behind you? It's it's very. Do you hear that? I should. Ne- next show, I'm gonna come on with pop rocks and uh, food, and uh, I'm just gonna do ASMR in the microphone. It's There's, so weird. That man. is the weirdest thing, and I'll so tell you what. Weird. And I'm down here in my studio office, you know, with my my baseball card collection here around me, and my baseball card things. There's a baseball oh. card ASMR, right? Well, they sit there and they go, Bryce Harper, Philadelphia Phillies. In 2017, he hit. 283 with 35 home runs and i'm like what the hell is this how stupid is this if if you're into it whatever but it's so dumb i i tried to watch it one night because i couldn't sleep i was so creeped out there there are very attractive women that make food out like there was a hairbrush and she just bit it and there there was a shoehorn and she there were like objects that looked exactly like the real thing but she was eating them so they must be out of like a candy uh, like it looked it looked like plastic but it was like candy glass i guess i i don't know what it's called but she was eating it was a shoe it was a hairbrush she was eating a hairbrush and i'm looking at this thing and i'm like first of all where do you even get the materials to make they must make them to order you must be able to order these things because she had a bunch of stuff on her, like um, she, a lipstick. <sighs> she bit it. It was it was so bizarre. They they were just and then they put the pop rocks and they go around there. And they talk during it. Yeah, and then they tap the microphone. No, they don't really talk. They it's listen, just you listening to them, like their yeah, noise. You, you listen to the slurping. They like to slurp. Oh, those. I, I wouldn't make it two minutes. It strong. Two seconds into that. Good oh my Lord. god, it's so bizarre. Uh, I don't even disgusting. know why. I, I don't even know why I brought that up. I, I was thinking I need to talk softer because my, my voice is very loud. And I'm like, oh, maybe I'll try that. AM, AM, I can't even say ASMR. 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 Yeah. You, maybe. you would have loved the ASMR uh, that I had last week when I went to go see Jim Brewer. You would have loved that. Yeah, that I heard that but was a good time. It was a great time, but the slots and the uh, the gaming and all the oh, stuff I going on that. around. Oh, you would have been in heaven. It was like... Uh, Those are my people. <laughs> it was like where uh, slot machines go to die because, I oh. mean, there was some old slot machines there that... I mean, I don't know if they even have anything like these anymore, but uh, I will have you know, 
I did not lose any money at the casino, at the slots, because all I do is slots as well. Uh-huh. Uh, did not lose any money because since we were so preoccupied with the comedy show as well as hanging out at the bar, all we gambled was the money that we got when we signed up for their stupid card. So right. we used the stupid card money. It was gone in 25 minutes, and then we were done. Wait a minute. How much did you get? Did you get like $10 to sign it up? It was or? 10 We uh, One of the cards we got up to like 26 or something. Okay. And then, well, we lost it within, you know. We were, it was really like a 25 minute period. We were done. Let me, let me tell you, 25 minutes on free play is not bad when you only get ten dollars between two people. It yeah, was not, oh my uh, god, that's ten that's each. Fun. We got we both had ten each, so yes. we went up, we went down, whatever, and we went to the bar. But you would you would have enjoyed the sights and the sounds. And how did you meet Jim Brewer? Did you just happen to see him as he so, was? Yeah, so we did. So there's they they have two tiers really. You have there's like he has a fan club, the Brew Crew. Mm-hmm. We are not a part of the fan club. As much as I love the guy and my wife would probably love to be in the fan club, we're not in a fan club. Yeah. Um, they did do some sort of VIP thing afterwards that uh, basically it was like if you go on his website and you order a piece of merch, you show uh, the opening act, which I thought was really funny, the receipt, and he put he brings you backstage. Gotcha. So, nice. but, but Oh, my God. What, what an amazing guy who not only did he just give you his undivided attention for a few minutes – but like, I mean, he just got in deep because my wife listens to his podcast, which is not a Jim Brewer comedy podcast. It is very inspirational. Okay. It's um, not faith driven, but it's got kind of a faith like, you know, background to it. But it's just talking about life. It's kind of talking about things going on in, in, in the world, but not current event wise, like things like stress, mm-hmm. and, you know, anxiety. Oh, yeah, I need this him and that. in my life. And my wife's telling him, you know, gets her through the ride to work and she's got a stressful job. And I mean, he was like, I'm telling you, like gripped by what she was saying, gave us big hugs, gave me like the bro hug twice. You know, I told him, listen to him from the Opie and Anthony days and just, uh, you know, pitch us. No, he won't come on this show. I can't get him on this one. I I told him, we'll get we'll get get a comedian at some point. Brewer's not good for this one. Brewer's not good for this one. Brewer would have been great for this one because he is one of my favorites and I would have talked his ass up. All right, maybe maybe down the road. How about that? Maybe down the road. But no, it was uh, it was great. But you would have loved the uh, the slots and the the sounds. But here's this one thing that I I found to be funny. And when you're not around it, it really hits you in the freaking face. When you can when you can smoke inside a facility like that, Ugh, holy disgusting. crap! Does that just over? And I had you know me and my hat had a brand new hat on. Mm. I couldn't believe how bad we smelled after that from the smoke and not being around that for so long. It's it disgusting. was insane. Yeah, it, it's really bad in casinos. There there are a handful that are smoke free. Uh, I don't go to the ones that are smoke free, obviously. Um, We'll be sitting there because uh, I go I go like every two, three months. I get a girl's night out with my girlfriend and we go and we have dinner. Uh, we stay overnight. It's just a little mommy time. Mommy, <laughs> mommy away from the family time that I get every couple months. And there will be people sitting next to you with a cigarette in their hand and they see you coughing and they'll go like this. They'll go, wait, they'll go like this. And like, if I'm like here next to them, the cigarette will be right like near my eyelash. Yeah, like, my eyelash is on fire for your cigarette. <laughs> There'll be some people, like I've had a couple guys say, oh, does it bother you? And they'll put it out, which I think is so nice. But I'll go, no, can you just like switch hands so it's not in my face? 
maybe like that would be courteous people don't care it's and they're the big drags and i'm like yeah. do you not understand oh, how yeah. bad these things i know they're addicting i know people are addicted to nicotine so bad for you and it's such an ugly look it's so ugly looking at people drag on cigarettes like I, I, if you smoke i'm sorry if i'm offending you but it is disgusting like i can't deal with it I uh, I used to casually smoke back in the oh. day. I did, but it was more like at the bars, you know, end of mm -hmm. high school. Like you know, everybody thought they were so cool. Um, I did, yeah. I, it was. It, it's. I just can't even picture it now. Here's another reason why I wouldn't say I'm careful with how much money I spend on a regular basis, but just the investment that you're making into something that is really not good for you is insane yeah. with how expensive these things Aren't are. Aren't they like $15 for a pack? Of it's gotta be. It's, it's, I'm sure for the good ones, it's probably wow. up there, but now, know. you know, now it's like, uh, you know, it, it, I feel like you, you only see it in certain places. They've really eliminated it from public, you know, consumption for the most part. You never yeah. see it outside, you know, so being in a casino with it was like, it hits you like, boom right in the face but the restaurant yeah. was no smoking the event center was no smoking yep. so you got a reprieve of it but you do one of one of those to yourself oh it's on like, your clothes ah. and and you try like you try to go into the non-smoking section but like the smoking section is like five feet away and the smoke just drifts on yeah, over it's like the the uh, i really love the little sports bar they had in this casino and it's the charlestown racist casino in charlestown west virginia if anybody is listening or it's close to it or has been there so it's you know it's not the biggest place in the whole world it's i didn't realize how long it's been around for in the charlestown races there was actually horse racing going on while we were there but um the, the sports bar overlooks the floor so, okay, that's smoking there, but the back here where you're eating is no smoking. I mean, you smell it. You know yeah, what I mean? You, you can, it lingers. You, you know what's happening. You you got the sense that there was smoking within, you know, 25 feet of you. But, yeah, it was a great time. Had a ball. Brewer was amazing. Nice. Just, uh, you know, good good stuff. Very happy that we did oh, that. I'm glad you guys got to go. That's that's a fun night out for sure. Absolutely. Um, you know what else was fun? What's up? Uh, I got a mammogram. Oh, lovely. Yeah, let me. I have to ask you as a man. Sure. So I post on Twitter, you know, I'm going to get my mammogram, and Jimmy yeah. and I drew a set of boobs. You know, <laughs> and I, I put a, a gif up of Homer Simpson, like feeling himself yeah. up. Just funny, you know, just making light of it. I go every year, I take care of myself, I make all my appointments, and I follow through. And the responses were, oh, I wish I was your doctor. Ooh, I'd oh, love to, God, I'd love so to feel those things. And I'm thinking, <laughs> first of all, it's not like you go and you get felt up by your doctor. <laughs> the guy sitting there go, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Make sure his hands are like nice and warm. Then he, no, you, for, you don't get a breast exam when you get a mammogram. You get your breast exam when you go for a pap smear at your gynecologist. It's a totally different thing. When you go for a mammogram, it's a woman working the machine. So right. here goes the lesbian thoughts. Oh, woman! <laughs> woo! No, it's it's the most non-sexiest thing go, you will ever experience. Go on. <laughs> he just put his glasses down. Um, yeah, like they they just call you back, and you have to take you you know you have to take your bra off and shirt, so you're naked, you're topless, but you go into the and you put on a robe or you know a uh, one of the hospital gowns over you, but you go into a room and there's this giant machine and you literally are playing like twister with the machine. You have to like get up in it. You have to twist your body. 
they smush and like right now i'm completely natural both my implants are busted this is just me i have big natural breasts at this point in my life they're very heavy they're constricting Ugh. i the she struggle was, is real i'm telling you she was trying to get that bad boy in and they flatten it like a pancake and then you have to hold your breath until they tell you you can let it go then you have to get into another position it, it's just it's not sexy guys i'm just letting you know it, it's not a sexy time and it hurts like a mother trucker <laughs> it was very uncomfortable i'm hoping they're okay um but i went and got that done but the the comments i was reading i'm just i'm like are you guys serious right now? it's not it's not sexy I don't know. I, I can't get in anybody else's head. I mean, you know, if you don't know the difference between what the exams are, then, you know, look, you either didn't study in health class or you don't listen when your significant other's talking or, I don't, or well, whatever. Some people don't have well, Some people might have, but like I said, yeah, but you had health class and you got Google. Google is your friend. Health class did not explain a mammogram. I don't know. Did it? I don't know. No, it did right. not. Well, I, was, I wasn't paying attention, so I don't know. No, it didn't. But it, it's very. I was painful. too busy, you know, planning to smoke cigarettes in the back of the class. He was smoking cigarettes in the bar <laughs> when he was like fourteen years old. Uh, no, it, it it was very painful. But you have to get them done. So, ladies, if you're listening, if you're over forty, get your mammogram. Um, so I just wanted to debunk the theory that mammograms are uh, with a dude. And you don't want me to turn the lights down while you're saying this? To get yeah. Mood lighting? Is that? Uh, they're, they're, yeah, no. No mood <laughs> What lighting. do you think goes on in that? Come on. No, Anything that... in a doctor's office. Good Lord. It's, yeah, it wasn't sexy at all. Um, but I got it done. So I'm good for a year. Um, I also had my signing. We yes. We talk about that. Um, hear it. I saw, I did not see Sandman, but I saw PJ. Just incredible briefly, and I uh, signed with Shane. Um, the reason I didn't see Salmon was there are actually two stores. Mm. Oh, really? I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah, there's two stores. Of course, when we got there, we had to park on the street. Uh, I got a friend of mine. Thank you, Michael, if you're listening. Thank you. Uh, I had to drive to my friend Mike's house. Yeah. Uh, I am not the best when it comes to directions. I a hundred percent rely on gps so i'm going towards you could either go you know you're familiar you could either mm -hmm. go george washington or is it the holland tunnel to get into queens to yeah to go oh, you could go um, you can go three to four different ways to get no 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 i'm saying when you're on the turnpike and you're coming up to like exit 15 right you could go if you go holland left, yeah well yeah. there's holland and the lincoln the Lincoln is the other okay. way. Okay, they're yeah. on the right-hand side. Yeah. George Washington's on the left-hand side. I am all the way to the left, right? Something right. tells me, get your ass to the right-hand side because you're going the wrong way. I cut across all of <laughs> the turnpike, like four lanes. I just cut across. I get over. Uh, I had to go to Jersey City, so I'm, I'm driving, and it takes me to this industrial place where there's nobody there because it's a Saturday morning and the ramp that it keeps telling me to take is closed. I have no idea where I am. Sounds about no, right for no a Saturday. <laughs> no, no street signs. And I don't know how to get out of everywhere. I went was a dead end. There were no, there were like no stores, no houses. It was just like uh, tractor trailers, cranes and equipment. And one little 
Mexican man that stood in the middle of the street that spoke not a lick of English. <laughs> so for about 30 minutes, I drove in circles, starting to panic because I had no idea how to get to my friend's house. And uh, every time I'd call him, my phone would cut out. And I called my husband and I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, I have to, my GPS is, it, it wouldn't reroute. It just kept telling me to go to that dead end. And now I'm panicking and I'm like, I'm going to be late for the signing. I'm never going to get into New York, freaking out. Finally, I found a hotspot for my phone where I could get my friend. He had to stay on the phone with me and walk me through each neighborhood to get to his great. house because I could not get on the ramp. And uh, we finally got there. We had to park like two. We parked about two blocks away from the building. And then we went to the wrong store. Uh. <laughs> and the, so the guys like, and Jack is great. Jack Sabbath, Danny Domeno, if you're listening, thank you so much. I had a great time. Uh, but he's like, you have to go to the other store. And the other store is a block and a half away. So I said, okay, oh, okay. not terribly far. It wasn't too bad. So the like the, when the fans would go to the first store, they'd literally walk to the second store. Oh, that's cool. Shane and I, yeah, back and forth. But I go to the second store and I'm like, can I use your restroom? Oh, it's broken. <laughs> so I go, okay, I'll go back to the first store. I walk to the first store. Jack's like, our bathroom's broken too. And I was like, is this a rib on my life? Like, I just need to pee before I have to sign. Like, give you a bucket. So I, a I bucket. go out. They're like, no, you have to go to the diner. The diner's down the street. Go to the diner. So I'm like, okay. So I go. And this man grabs me and pulls me in a barbershop. <laughs> Came out of nowhere, just grabbed me and pulled me in this barbershop. And he's pointing to the bathroom. And I said, I could use your bathroom. And he said, yes. So I I went and I used this nice man's bathroom. I don't think Very he nice. spoke English. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> Did um, you check for cameras and everything before you I, went? No, because <laughs> at that point, my pee was just like ready to burst. And I was like, I just have to pee. Um, but it was a good signing. Thank you to everybody who came. Uh, Shane and I. Uh, got a nice visit from uh, Harry. Yeah, I was going to uh, play it. I was going to say, I was going to play it in the background. Yeah. Yeah. Did you know he came? I heard from Shane from when we okay. did. We talked about it on Triple Threat a little bit. Um, sorry, now I had to hear a second of it. Just it was lovely I, uh, to see what Harry. A what a cool pop-in, huh? Yeah, yeah. He's really good at that. Like, if he knows we're going to be up, you know, in New York area, he usually pops in to say hi. But I, I haven't seen him for a while, so it was really nice to to sit with him and chat and and catch up. And um, you know, it was fun. So he uh, he created some uh, some magic there, you know. He did a couple of he, riffs of the that bass and the you know that's pretty good stuff. A, here's a fun fact, and you might not even know this, or I you might I might have told you. Um, I actually recorded a song with Harry. No, you never said that. Yes. Really? Um, I sang Rick Rude's entrance music for ECW. Oh, okay. Not my best moment, um, but <laughs> I did I did my best. Um, it was more of a slow talk. Um, so if you ever go back and listen to his music while he, you know, is walking to the ring and you hear a female voice, that's me. I never knew that. Yeah. Now, now I have to find it. Yeah, it's, it's probably out there somewhere. I had a copy. That's the song. Here, wait, wait, here, wait. Simply. Yeah. Well, I never caught that. Wow. Breaking news. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> oh, I have to listen to this now. Wow. 
wow. it, I think. They don't use it. That is awesome. Did you say anything else in it? Great. <laughs> oh my god. Wow. We listened to the whole thing. I, I'm captivated. All right, we'll kill it there. That's hilarious. I now, bet a lot of people didn't know that. I bet you a lot of people didn't know that too. Now, did you have to listen to his original WCW? theme do they make you get the uh the, the sense of the so. simply because did you ever hear that he has a whole like real like very 90 sounding simply ravishing theme song from wcw oh i you know i really don't remember all i know is i don't know if it was paul or harry's idea but i recorded that at like three o'clock in the morning sure. and <laughs> yeah I, I, it was it was like one of those things like you're gonna sing rick's music and i was like i'm not a singer and they're like That's well you awesome. can you could do a slow talk and try to make it sound like sexy and i was like oh god when does this end like this oh is... my gosh That's yeah great. so I, I a lot of people probably didn't know that was me but it was me yeah i don't think anybody because I, I i didn't even remember he had exclusive ecw music i thought that they just used you know, the regular, you know, whatever they would call that, the, like the Chippendale track or whatever. Yeah. I never knew that he had an, an ECW exclusive uh, theme song. Wow, you learned something you new every day. So quickly, I just typed in ECW Rick Rude theme and it came up. Wow. All right. Yeah. And if you don't, it just says simply ravishing mm -hmm. as the title. That's it. It doesn't say you could have thought it was the WCW one uh, or the, oh. the WWF one. Rick Rude. That's hilarious, he, huh? He, even though, he was, you know, growing up, little kid, I was like, he has the coolest like look of anybody yeah. that is remotely in the wrestling world at that point. He, yeah, yeah, that's so cool. Wow, what a little piece of trivia we just learned. There's a little gem for you that you might not have known. Um, yeah, and that's Harry in the background with the the big voice that you hear. Um, so we did. I guess we did a collab. Yeah, I guess. Oh, cool. Yeah. Very nice. Very so, nice. So what do you want to do? You want to do Disney first? You want to do our topic here? No, what do you I want to wanna, do first? I, no, no, no Disney right now. Let's uh, let's get into, because we don't have a guest today and we're not answering questions. So we have a little bit of time. Um, let's get into a, a hot topic. Picture flames going across your computer. Pew, this pew, was, pew. This was a, a really, really hot topic. Um, Tessa Blanchard. First of all, congratulations to Tessa because she is the first ever female world heavyweight champion in any, I believe, in any, yeah, any promotion. Correct? Um, of the major, you know, the quote unquote major promotions. I yeah, would think that she's I, yeah the only one. Amazing. So props to her for that. But um, a couple, what was it, a day or so before it happened, this tweet came I out. I think it was the morning. No, no, it was that. It was Saturday. Yes. It was Saturday. Sat so it was the day before. Yes. Um, do we have the tweet? Should we pull it up? Um, it, it, it was it was basically like, uh, you know, like women to, to the extent of like women support women. Um, hey, I'll pull it up if you want. Hold on. Give me one sec. It'll take I just want to I just want to make sure we're not saying the wrong. The wrong yeah. stuff here. No um, it said women 
like, oh, damn it, now I can't find it. All right, but it was something to the extent of, like, women supporting other women is cool or, or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I think she took it down. I'm looking at her page. I don't see it. Um, oh, hey, women, try supporting one that another. Cool things happen. So that was said. And then Chelsea Green. Um, no, first it was Allison K. No, first it was Chelsea Green. First and then it was Allison, real, oh, it was yeah. Chelsea first? Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, first. So Chelsea Green comes up and says, you've constantly, or I'm sorry, you've consistently put down, bullied, and belittled countless female coworkers, including me. Is that support? Ouch. Yeah. And then if you read these comments, it's just one after the other. Um, Priscilla Kelly, who is also a, a wrestler, uh put up a clapping emoji after that and i'm trying to find allison in here allison k responded as well i can't find hers right now there's so much to go through um unprofessional we should we should have had this ready uh allison goes on to accuse her of spitting on a female wrestler who happens to be African America and uh, said that she called her the N word. So, I could. Um, yeah. Pretty heavy allegations. I should just look up Allison K, shouldn't I? Yeah, that one's definitely not taken down. <laughs> That's for sure. A L Y? Is it two L's? I yeah, found her. Uh, A-L-L-Y-S-I-N. There she is. So she's, she comes... She's very nice. She's a very nice girl. Yeah, I, I, I met her briefly once in passing. Didn't really get to talk to her that much, but... Um, she was at our markout convention last March. She was uh, very nice. Okay. Uh, she goes on and says oh my god these people, these people tweet a lot folks if you, if, if you look through go. some of these tweets <laughs> here we go uh oh priscilla kelly says oh priscilla Ke let's go back to priscilla first remember publicly putting me down on twitter last year for something that didn't involve you whatsoever then continuing to drag my name to other people for it petrich form remembers <laughs> You should probably delete this tweet. She's telling Tessa that. Uh, Allison, remember when you spat in a black woman's face and called her the N-word in Japan? Was that you supporting women? The audacity of this tweet. Uh, Isla Dawn, as someone who experienced your bullying firsthand, received regular verbal abuse, was spat on, had rumors spread about me, dealt with multiple attempts by you to blacklist me from other companies, Plus more, I just pray you now follow your own advice. Uh, Rebel, I like to think people change over time, but I can confirm the bad behavior and non-supportive attitude in Japan. I was there. Allison goes on to say, the reason I've never said anything until now is because it wasn't my story to tell. I made it clear to La Rosa that I had her back, and today was the day she gave me permission. You can't force someone to come forward, but you can be there for them. That is supporting women. Wow. Okay. Yeah, and, and a couple uh, after that, she wrote, it's never the right time to come forward. Uh, it will always be difficult. There are always reasons not to, but there is no statute of limitations on someone's pain. So many people bury their secrets for years out of fear, some forever. I encourage you to not stay silent forever. 
People have tried to deal with Tessa behind the scenes for years, and she hasn't changed. Denying things ever happened, show you haven't grown. So it was time for that ass to get exposed. I guarantee you she will treat everyone with respect now because people are watching that much closer. She will go down in history regardless, but it's up to her whether she wants it to be for her talent or if she wants to be the next moolah. Ooh. Yeah, that's a big that, burn. That, if you know what she's talking about, that's a burn. Um, <laughs> I watched that thing about moolah. Did you see that? Yeah, it's I'm crazy. Little... It's crazy. Yeah, that, but it's been it, known. It's been known. It's not like that was a big secret. I, I've known that for a long, long time. That she was, it was, I would equate it to almost like an animal farm, the way she had oh, us, this setup with everybody. I well, mean, that's a whole other topic. Stuff. Yeah, that's no, that's a, insane. That's a, that's a, a whole other uh, field. Um, so, yes, yeah, so, okay, so these girls are tweeting, and then Tessa goes on to defend herself, right? Yeah. And denies everything. I've never been anything but kind to you. She's talking to Chelsea. I've dealt with mean girls since I started, not saying I'm a saint. Hell, I've had my ups and downs. I've made silly decisions, such as life. You have zero merit in your comments. Instead of putting me down here for a little clout, you've got my number. So she's accusing her of just making this up to uh, get the ball rolling and make people notice her on Twitter, I suppose. Mm -hmm. So she wins the title. We don't hear from her for like five days, right? Right. She just posted this. I hope everyone takes a moment to read this. Over the last week, I have been accused of calling a fellow wrestler a racial slur. To read this allegation has been personally upsetting. To be clear, I absolutely did not use that word. That word is not in my vocabulary. That word is not in my heart. Racism is not in my heart. Yet I know many people have to deal with racism in a way I will never have to. Racism is an awful part of American history, and it is equally awful that it is still part of our society today. While I did not do what was claimed, I stand ready to use my platform to support the fight against racism however I can. And there you have it. So, people are now wondering, is she backtracking or is she telling the truth? And if so, uh, you know, will she be punished for it? Just like Hogan was punished when they saw that phone call. Um, my first reaction was well i wonder if they don't put the belt on her but obviously they did mm -hmm. because it didn't affect her that much um which is calculated in my opinion as well small yeah com small company how else are you gonna get people to watch yeah i i you know i i met tessa once and she was nothing but sweet same very very nice girl yeah very very nice girl big hugs you know uh we talked for a little bit um, I don't know her well. Uh, I've never met Chelsea in person. I've talked to her online. We follow each other. Um, she seems like a very sweet girl. You don't know who to believe. It's uh -huh. just, um, it's so crazy. It's very unfortunate, you know? Um, and people are questioning, why did you wait so long to bring it up? You know, why didn't that girl come forward when it happened? And, yeah. You know? Maybe she was scared to come forward. Maybe, I don't know. There's there's a lot of factors to think about. Well, um, she has to make the statement, no matter what. And, you know, if, if you follow sports like I do, you know, the baseball's going through a huge scandal right now. And, you know, my Mets, of course, are a part of it. And they were criticized for a decision that they made taking X amount of days. Well, 
you still made the statement. Uh, to me, if you make it fast, you made it fast, whatever. If you wait a couple days, then people say you're guilty because you're just trying to save face. What she said, I, I will accept that because I think it was well written. It was well mm-hmm. thought out. And I, we can't get in anybody's head. Bottom line. I can't get yeah. into yours. You can't get into mine. Hulk Hogan, you know, Tessa, we can't get in any of their head. We don't know what they're thinking, if it's true or not, or, or if they're being sincere. But right. she made a statement. If she's apologizing for it, you know, that's it. If she said nothing, then she's guilty. If she says something, then she's guilty. You, yeah. You stab yourself on both sides. We, we just don't know. And the way I think about it, and probably a lot of people are going to disagree with me, um, I don't think personal actions should take away from a person's performance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would agree. I, I That's just the way I am. Like, you could be a piece of shit in real life, but you could still be so talented at what you do. I could still be a fan of the performer in the ring. Doesn't mean I have to be a fan of you in real life. You know what? It, it's, mm-hmm. it, Absolutely. Some people, some people can't separate that. I can. I can see people as to what they contribute to the business that they're in. Um, so let's say that she did say that. I'm not condoning what she said, but it's not going to make me like her any less as a performer. And right. that's just my take on it. And yeah. I know probably people are going to be like, oh, you're supporting a racist. I'm not supporting a racist. I, I I'm looking at their work in the ring. Right. If, I, I don't know if that makes sense, but no, it that, does. that's the way I feel about situations. Um, like Michael Vick. Michael Vick's a piece of shit in real life, right? Mm-hmm. You can't take away what he did on the field. Yeah, you're right. And he yeah. killed dogs. This guy. <laughs> that, but, but I'm saying atrocious. Yeah. <laughs> a piece of shit human being. But was he good at his job? Hell yeah, he was good at his job. You know yeah. what I mean? Like there's sometimes you just have to separate the real person from it's like, you know, real life make believe kind of deal. And uh I, I don't know. I mean, if we she can't. did say it, it's it's really unfortunate. But what we're never gonna know the truth. It's gonna be he said, she said the whole yeah, time. But we can't do that anymore. We can't separate because now we can affect people's response. Now it's different if what if Allison K just called her and was like, How could you tweet something like that? This is what you said in the past, you know, go F yourself, boom, mm-hmm. hang up the phone, right? Now it's hey, did you know she said this about so and so? And now you got nine million people that are gonna chime in with their two cents and now we affect everything. We're we're at just as equal party as the person who was accusing her because we now we take a side. Some things are better to be talked about in private. That's how I thought things were done. No. Everybody goes to social media. No, yeah, now everybody does. I prefer any time there's a problem, okay, whether it's, like, family-related. People go on family – and families go to Facebook and air their grievances about yeah. their family members, right? Right. Whether it's business, personal, t- take care of it behind the scenes. Never bring it out because it affects more stuff it affects more stuff in the long run and that's where in like i'm kind of compared in this baseball scenario decisions are being made based off of the public response and i think that that add the fuel to the fire that's yeah like if you read a lot of the comments a lot of the people were accusing chelsea of just being jealous and bringing this up on the biggest day of her career exactly where's Um, the timing factor 
I, I don't know. I, I mean, I, yeah, why, why bring it up now? Like, what made you bring... Like, the tweet, I guess, triggered her in a way. But has she not tweeted similar things the last three years about women? Or was this the first time? I don't know. Yeah, it, I don't it's, know. It's, a, it's a touchy subject. I don't pay attention that much to, uh, to nitpick. But I just feel like, for me... I try to take the person away from the, you know, the performer. And if that performer does a good job, I, I try to separate it, even though I'm not, I, I'm not sticking up for a racist or a dog killer or a murderer. Or, I mean, there's certain extents. If, if somebody goes and kills children, uh, you're a piece of shit. I don't care what you do. Like to me, that's like the ultimate, but like there's certain things where, if you don't know a hundred percent the story, how can you turn on them and not support what they do when they're so good at what they do? Yeah. Like that kind of thing. So this is a touchy subject. Um, I kind of think it's just going to go away after a while because how, how hard can you fight over something like this? You said it. No, I didn't say it. No, yeah. yes, you did. And, and, and what does that do to the long term? like career of Tessa Blanchard. People were thinking that, you know, we're going to see this dream match of Charlotte Flair versus Tessa Blanchard, the history between the two of them and their fathers as a WrestleMania main event one day. Where, oh. How does that affect that? You know, we'll, I, go, we'll go with Hulk. Hulk Hogan has been vilified by a segment of wrestling fans. Hulk Hogan. He's the one who brought us. He's the one who made us wrestling but back. But, but, when he made his first appearance, okay, was after the death of Mean Gene. This poor guy barely got a whimper of a reaction. Oh, and yeah. that's like it's it's Hulk Hogan. That's when they. That's when he should have ripped his shirt and had the black NWO shirt. <laughs> it wasn't Hulk Hogan. It wasn't Hulk Hogan. It was Hollywood brother. It wasn't yeah. Hulk Hogan. <laughs> yeah. No, that I. That's another thing. Like you know, the the response is, oh, well, if they don't take to her, we'll just turn her heel. You know. They're going to boo her anyway. We'll just turn her heel. Well, it also opened Pandora's box for Tessa Blanchard, as uh, things do. How so? Well, there was a certain piece of tidbitted news that was floated out there about Tessa. And possibly, maybe, something that she may have done, uh, possibly, we don't know, confirmed, uh, for a fan that has now surfaced to the online world. Have you heard about this? Have you seen this? <laughs> uh, I, let me look. <laughs> this is allegedly, we don't know if it's true. We don't. We don't know a thing. No. So should we really spread things that might not? We're just as bad as these other All right, I, I'm just going to allude to it. You don't have to comment on it. You don't have to say anything. I, I'll, uh, I'll take the heat for saying it. Somebody has posted oh Lord. <laughs> that there is an audio clip, not a video clip, of Tessa, allegedly, possibly, not true. If it's her, it's not, we don't know, committing some sort of uh, record or, or committing to a recording of something that you do in the bathroom. That, See, this is just... Whatever. Right. Hang on. Time out. I'm not saying anything. No. I'm, all I'm saying is this is what happens. You open Pandora's box and mm -hmm. people start to make stuff up. But what happens, whether it's true or not, which we don't know, people take it and run with it. And that sucks. That's a shame to me. I, I, that's <laughs> it's insane. 
cute. You don't have to comment on it. I'm just saying this is what happens. Um, it, 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 and again, I'll re- equate it back to this baseball scandal. One thing led to nine other things that are mm-hmm. now surfacing out there from, you know, burner Twitter accounts and this and all, that. All people have are their word. You know, you're either telling the truth or you're lying until you die. And we might never find out the truth. And, okay, if she did what she did with what you're saying, I mean, is it a crime? Did she commit a crime? No. Is it something that is out there, like, distasteful? Maybe. Who knows? Uh, Could a fan just be trying to add fuel to the fire? Yes. But, you know, if it's true, do you think anything less of her? I Maybe don't have an I don't have an opinion personally. She, you know, people do weird stuff for money sometimes. Um, this is becoming crazy. I just think, <laughs> I just think personally, she's a tremendous performer. I think she earned her spot. Um, if she did say what she said, uh, it's bad, and she should apologize for it and not deny it. If she didn't say it, then all these girls are. It's, it's weird because there's a lot of girls. There's a lot of people stepping up, you know? So who knows? It's it's a tough call. It's a tough call. Hey, shit, just... hey shit happens. Shit. <laughs> now, whether or not you record um, that, that's on your own uh, but self. But shit you, happens. You can't deny that she's earned her spot. Oh, absolutely. No, she's... I mean, and came along at a time where, you know, women's wrestling was turning the corner and it was getting more mainstream. And did the name itself, Blanchard, you're a wrestling fan. The name itself sticks out like a sore thumb. Same, same thing that when, you know, you think 15, 20 years ago, you heard Orton. You're like, wow, well, I don't know who this kid is, but I know what his dad was. I know his grandfather. You heard Blanchard. You're like, oh, this kid's got to be good. Look at Charlotte. You heard Flair. Like, wow, she's got to be great. So. You know, you definitely can't discount it. I just, like I said, I hope it doesn't have those long-term effects and it kind of cuts some of those dream matches off that fans have and potential booking possibilities and money to be made. I I honestly don't think it will. I think this is just going to, like, go away because we're never going to – unless there's an audio out there. (laughs) Not of what you said. Stop, stop, stop. Now you're you're being coy. (laughs) No, I'm saying unless there's audio out there of her calling oh, this girl. Oh, okay. What do you think I'm talking no, about? No, I thought you were talking about the other audio. You're so gross. <laughs> no, I'm not talking about that. I'm saying the initial accusation. If it's not on video, if there's no audio, we're never going to know if it's true or not. So it's he said, she said. So right. her fans are going to believe in her while Chelsea's fans and Allison's fans and all these other girls' fans, Priscilla's fans, they're going to take their side. And, and that's it. And, and, you know, there is a divide when it comes to women's wrestling, too. It's like some guys are so stuck on one figure, they they feel like they're cheating on that girl if they like somebody else. That's a good point. That, yeah. That's a, I've seen that. And I've it, noticed that. Yeah, that's very, that's very weird. And I'm like, like us all. Like, you don't have to just pick one. There's plenty of flavors, you know? There's, there's, there's a lot of colors in the rainbow. You could just... Pick us all. You never have to fight over which one's better or who you like. Like everybody. It's okay. 
you're not going to get in trouble for like. So I was a Beulah guy growing up. So that's oh, like, that more than one option. I, I you know, I, I like Beulah growing up. Is that that's is that? It. <laughs> yes, you had more than one option. Look, see? this can be this this whole thing could be flushed down the toilet in a matter of weeks. You're so being just, a dick. You're being a dick. Let's stop with the potty humor, okay? We're not 14. We're adults. You have children, for God's sakes. Get with it. They would be right here next to me coming up with other, uh, <laughs> other options to say. <laughs> one-liners? Um, no, but it's true. It's like you could support more than one woman in the business. Like I, I see people all the time fighting on social media. Yeah. It's just like, dude. That's, that's a really good point. I I, I feel like now like subconsciously I, I thought that. That is a really good point. It seems like it's, you know, you, Shane always talks about the different flavors of ice cream, right? <laughs> and it's a great analogy, but he's right. It's there's you don't there's have to something stick to, for to everyone. Yeah. Yes, wow, that's that's a good point. Yeah, like us like, all. Yeah, you're a uh, look at you. You're like a prophesizer today. You know, you're. I, uh, just, I don't understand when people fight and they they nitpick over little things, and it's like even when I'm not involved, like I see Twitter wars going on, and I'm just like. Both girls have things to offer. Like them both. Yeah. First of all, you're never going to sleep with either one of them. Let's, <laughs> let's be <laughs> real. take that out of the um, equation. Yeah. So, you know, you don't really have to choose just one. You could like a, a plethora of women out there. It, but, you know, that's uh, that's kind of the beauty of how WWE creates their movies. You know what I mean? That they do take that and they go, okay, well, we have this person who's got this unique trait and look this person's got this trait and look this person's got you know what i mean like you got your your purple hair your blonde hair your pink hair you know what i mean yeah. they, they really they do very well with giving you those options and giving you those different things but that's that you know machine for you that's you know that's the way they yeah do it. i mean i know people have their favorites i get it but you you definitely can like more than one uh wrestling personality if you wanted to you could have your favorite it's come Hopefully along. It's me. It's come a, it's it's come not, a long way okay. from uh, just you know saying you're either a Hogan guy or a Savage guy. Yeah, it's come a long way from that. <laughs> I don't know. There, there's just so much going on in professional wrestling. Uh, congratulations to AEW. Right, they signed. Yeah, for another show. Jeez, more, yeah, another show. And uh, congratulations to our buddy Taz, who is now working for them full time. So that's awesome. Very happy for him. Lots of big stuff on the horizon for that company. Just another victim, brother. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, what would you do if, like, he went back to like out of? He didn't tell anybody. He just went back to being the old Taz. Like, uh, <laughs> and all I these even... these these snowflake kids started like going crazy because Taz oh is walking God. around there, you know, like all. Oh. Yeah, I don't think that'll ever happen. I think he is very content to where he is right now, but. Um, I'm happy for him and and I'm happy for everyone involved. You know, I, I talk to Jerry Lynn a lot and he, he loves it there. You know, he says it's such a, a cool laid back place to work and um, he's very happy. And I'm just glad that there's another place out there for a lot of talent to work at. So uh, kudos to you, AEW. Let's Congrats. see. Do you think we can get you an executive vice president role? Like they have like nine oh, of them. Do you want to yeah, no, be the EVP? Look, if, if I did that, I'd have to give up this lovely setup. And why would I want to leave? Well, you I, hey, Jer hey, Jerry does his podcast. You know? You're so good to me bringing you in my face every every podcast that we do. Like, Not everyone. I, I don't get mad because I loved her. So it's it's all good. No hate. To be a, a 14, 15 year old uh, kid back in the, the ECW in days, ECW a lot of days. a lot, a lot of fun. You learn a lot of stuff quickly. <laughs> I'm sure you do. I, I look back on 
some of the outfits I wore and, and cringe is an understatement. I'm like, what the hell was I even thinking? Insane, insane, but, uh, but good times nonetheless. Good times. So. But yeah, so I mean, that was great, great discussion though about uh, the Tessa thing. So I'm sure if anything else comes about, we'll talk about it again. There's so I, I just hope that they work it all out and yeah. everybody falls in love again with each other and, and all the girls unite and become one. That's what I hope. Yes, but absolutely. We'll see what happens. All right, let so, me sprinkle you a little dusty here. Get into your, your, your Disney, your Disney shiznit. Yeah, um, I am. Um, really getting close to my trip here guys and i'm starting to freak out a little bit because it's coming and i'm super excited uh we get to go down for a thing called festival of the arts at Ooh, epcot interesting um yeah it's 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 a lot of fun it's kind of like in the same realm as like the flower and garden um lots of food uh different um like gourmet foods that you might not get during the off right. peak when there's no festivals going on. So you get to sample a lot of different foods. Um, what the coolest part about this festival is it's art. Okay. So there's a bunch of booths that are set up with artwork from so many different artists. And most of the time the artist is at the booth. So if you buy a piece of art, you get to have it signed by oh, cool. that artist yeah oh, that's really sweet it, it's awesome um you get to watch them they they actually are sketching while you're shopping hmm. so they can be doing a piece right in front of your face that you can walk home with that day um they have a guy i can't remember his name but he's on the the main stage and he like does this thing where he like throws paint and it ends up being a character Mm. Very, very, very cool show. Um, just a lot of fun things. They have a lot of fun photo ops that you can do where you're inside pictures. Um, we love it. It's one of the best festivals that they have. So we're cool. really excited to experience it this year. Yeah. So um, I'm just packing, trying to get stuff ready. And uh, we'll be down there soon, you know, and uh I can't contain myself. Knock it on the door. It's almost um, it's, it's coming. And uh, I have my camera ready to vlog. I'm going to be walking around recording. And um, it's it's just going to, it's well needed. It's going to be a good time. My family has had a really tough uh, 2019. So we deserve this trip. We need this trip. And we are going to enjoy ourselves. Damn it. We <laughs> We are going to. I, I am making it a must. We are we are going to. So I'm excited. Would but you like? I don't, I'm sorry. Ahead. No, I was gonna say. Would you like to hear my announcement before you get into your news or whatever you have on on tap there? Oh yeah, sure. Uh, I have a Disney related announcement. Oh good. You my trip. My trip is booked. Oh okay. So uh, what? When are you going? Going in April. Okay. All right. So. Be ready with questions. Be ready. How long with, are you? We're going to do a couple days. Um, you know, we'll drive down, get the whole driving experience. Syncing up with my uh, my family down there, my aunt and uncle, they, uh, mm -hmm. my cousins, you know, the Disney aficionados of the Barclay clan. And uh, looking to have another amazing uh, little time with them. Going to kind of fill in the gaps that we didn't get to last year. Good. And uh, going to get to Epcot for the first time with the kids and... Just uh, very excited. So what, I'm at, we haven't decided when we're going to tell them yet, but uh, as of now, it is booked. That's awesome. Well, congratulations on that one. Yeah, um, I'm gonna, 
champagne. <laughs> That's all. Yeah, you should. It's a big deal. Disney's a big deal. Um, the one thing that I'm stressing over, and, and I'm not a Star Wars fan, and we all know this, but I need to get my family on Rise of the Resistance. And there is no fast pass for it. Ah, uh, that sucks. Nor is there a queue line. Um, I've watched every video possible. <laughs> what you need to do, and this is not happening in my world, but I have to figure something out. What you need to do is you need to be there by around 6 o'clock in the morning at Hollywood Studios. Outside the studios? Waiting to get in, in line to get in. Okay. Once you get in... They well no they they only let you go to a certain point. The park is technically closed until seven a.m. Uh, They'll let you pass in, but right at seven o'clock is when you get the boarding passes for the ride. So you have to keep refreshing, and the videos are unreal. Everybody's in there with their phones because <laughs> there's only so many spots. Yeah. And you might be on a, I forget if it's called a waitlist or a backup boarding. Um, you might not get in a group. So if you're not there, like some people were there at 5 a.m. And I'm like, am I dragging my kids at 5 a.m. To, to get on this ride? Like, what are we going to do? We're hoping that crowds are lower so that there's not as many people going through in the morning. And then maybe if we get there by 9 we might get lucky and get on the last, uh, you know, the last boarding group. Wow, that's crazy. There's no way I'm waking the kids up at 5 o'clock to get that's to this tough. park. You're on, you're on vacation. That's, like, not. Exactly. And, you know, especially when you're the day before, if you're at a park till 9, 10 o'clock, you come home, you don't want your kids getting five hours of sleep and then you're yeah. waking them up to go back down. I mean, it's just, it's a miserable experience. So, I might not be getting on this ride, but I'm going to try and it's going to be very difficult. Uh, another problem that's been encountered, they're still having problems uh, with the gondola system. <laughs> These damn gondolas. It's the quickest mode of transportation, <laughs> yet they keep getting stuck. Like another person was stuck for two, three hours on there. So I'm having this discussion with my husband and I'm like, well, what do we do? Do we take the gondolas or do we take a bus? And he's just like, well, if we have like for Hollywood studios, it would be very quick to take the gondola and you're right there. But if you're stuck for the three hours, you can kiss that pass goodbye. You don't yeah. even have a chance of getting on it. So right. we're, we're going to do the buses for that day. But if there's days where we don't have to punch a clock, we might try to use the gondolas. Uh, it's, it's, I don't want to sit up there for half a day and be stuck yeah. with with two kids and no food. And, you know, it's, it's a tough call. Um, but I cannot understand why they can't perfect the system. That's so weird. Now, are the other, just to back to the Star Wars thing quick, are the other rides, like, seeing a lower, like... Wait time? Yeah, based off of everybody wanting to do the Star Wars stuff? Um... Everybody in the beginning was in was in um, the Star Wars area, so yeah, people were like, "Well, we can run here and we can get on this ride." Yeah. Um, in the other sections, Toy Story Land is still busy. Right. I was gonna say the um, Slinky Dog and all that stuff. Slinky like... Dog. Oh my God, I'm dreading Slinky Dog. I actually I'll get ready bought. For it. Uh, ready. I bought um, these things that you put on your wrist for motion sickness. Mm -hmm. I bought them off of Amazon. 
Okay. Uh, I also have Dramamine. So I'm going to try, I'm going to load up that day and hopefully it helps me and I don't get sick on Slinky Dog, but that's like the worst ride ever. Just the, oh, uh, when you go, when you do this part, when you go up and down, and I'm just like, I'm waiting for it to come <laughs> out and it's so gross, but I'm the only one that doesn't like it. So of course I'm going on. Um, but yeah, the wait times are still like heavy for, you know, you're looking at one and a half to two hours for Slinky Dog. We we have a fast pass for it. Yeah, that's what so, we used one on last year was the, the Slinky yeah, Dog. Yeah, you have to. But um, I, I, I don't know about the Rise of the Resistance. I'm going to try my hardest. Hopefully I can get them all because that ride is really cool. It's really cool. Have you watched it yet? I, I saw stuff. I just, it's, I'm not interested in it. Uh, there's so I'm much not stuff. E- Listen, I, you're, I'm you're not a pro e- though. You know everything like the back of your hand. I, I still want to explore it. Okay. Well, Star Wars is not my cup of tea. This ride is amazing, and I need to figure something out. So um, if we're up early, we will get our asses there. But if not, we're probably going to have to skip it this year, which sucks. But I'm hoping, like, in the future they do put it on for um, a fast pass because a lot of people have not had the chance to ride it yet, and I really want to. Right. I'm I'm sad. That's probably the only thing I'm not going to get to do. But there's there's new stuff. There's a new Beauty and the Beast sing along that we're gonna try to do. It's like the Frozen Ever After one. Oh, awesome! Oh, that's great. There's Beauty and the Beast this time, so we get to go on that. Um, there's there's a couple of new things going on. So well, and we'll probably get to ride the other Star Wars ride. Um, you know, it doesn't look as cool, but we'll we'll get on it. So. We'll find nice. stuff to do. It's exciting. Slow, yeah. Slowly approaching. Can't wait for you. Awesome. I'm uh, ready to see your uh, vlogging. So if you're part of our Patreon community, yes, this is the time to do it if you want to be Only you know, on this ride with us, literally. $10 and up tiers, and you'll have access to all my, uh, all my Disney vlogs and any other vlogs that I do. I mean, I might go crazy and try to do some crazy stuff in the future i don't know but i would no, love that yeah that'd be great of course you would love it i know why don't i would you start vlogging for i would I, I definitely would i would do yeah, that in sure, heartbeat why not nobody sure. wants to see me yeah there's some people who want to see maybe you. i want to see me though hold on you think I, you're cute i mean you put yourself over all the time why won't you want to vlog do stuff i mean i'm as, just as cool as I, if i drop these shades though you know you should about, get the girls it's all about the green shades come you, on you you have to get the what is it the 17 to 84 year old demographic of women to come. i was gonna say about that? the i was gonna say about the 84 year olds when you were talking about your mammogram before and everybody thinking that it was you know this uh this amazing experience you know your doctor who's going in to visit francine folks could open up the next door and get mrs johnson who's 78 years old and <laughs> i yes. want to say that joke before but i forgot and her pan- her breasts are like pancakes which are super flat and the machine will not hurt her but when you're ample like myself they squish you and you're literally gasping for air it i'm telling you bro it hurts so bad you're lucky you're a guy that's all well, i have to say very lucky i'm a guy no, yeah that's, we'll, we'll end it on that as we uh we get into the wrap up here of course. uh so big week coming in the uh, the tmpt empire uh universe uh this is our big five-year anniversary week Yay! Uh, it's just kind of like you know it's kind of crazy and john and i as you're listening to this on, on monday you know we haven't sat down to record like our intro yet um and it's just it's uh, I'm looking forward to that just because like 
there's been so much that's gone on over five years. You know, ups, downs, sideways, you know, reverse, a million things and one that not you hear on the airwaves, you see these podcasts, you see eyes up here, you see what we do with Shane, you know, the JJ Dillon show, now Dr. Tom, you know, and the interview podcast. It's a lot more than just what we put out there. There's a lot of other stuff that goes on. And I want to kind of give a more of an insight to people if they download it. So if you're here for Francine, you're here for Eyes Up Here, take a listen to the five-year anniversary that comes out after this, uh, which would be real time tomorrow, Tuesday. And, uh, and give it a listen because I think you'll get some introspection on what this uh, Team PT Empire has become. So if you want to follow us a little more, TeamPTEmpire.com. On Twitter, I'm at Chad E&B. And if you want to follow my baseball podcast, it's on the Place to Be Nation uh, which is at place to be nation on Twitter. And you know, we talk baseball. What do you want from me? It's all, it's all you now. Oh, and Patreon. We want Patreon. Get over on a Patreon. What a way to sell. Uh, yes. If you'd like to see more of myself and the lovely Chad, you can join our Patreon page. It is www.patreon.com forward slash Francine podcast. So many tiers available for so many budgets. Um, still looking for those people to fill in that $100 budget to co-host this lovely show with us. So uh, if, you, if you have a spare 100 and you want to come on for four times, if you have something to promote, it would be the perfect thing for you to do. Uh, but check that out. And you can follow me on all of my social media platforms at ECWD for Francine. I have Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, Facebook fan page. Uh, the YouTube page is still there. You can watch archives. I really don't do much on it. Uh, but this is my baby. So I'm focusing on eyes up here. I appreciate all your support. And um, I will see you guys in a few. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening to the two-man power trip of wrestling. What the world is downloading.